You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Have you ever been in a situation where you wished you knew American Sign Language? Maybe you know a hearing impaired person and you wish you could communicate with them better. From 1990 to 2016, ASL saw a 6,583% increase of interest. With those statistics, this might be the perfect foreign language for your kids to learn. In 2016, Emily Vermeer was approached by a local school district to create an online ASL class. It turned out to be a smashing success, and before she knew it, there was demand for her class across the country, and you're going to find out why here in a minute. Welcome to the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm Tina Griffin, and we are discussing today's pro-America education options. This is a great option for your kids. Let me tell you something. We are with Emily Vermeer, co-founder of ASL Virtual Academy. Emily, thanks for jumping on the program today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Tina. Yes, we're going to be learning as we go here. I love learning new things. Um, this is how I know how to say hello in sign language. Is this correct? Yep. This is a, a casual way of saying hello. You can also <laughs> sign it like this. Hello. Hello. I do this all the time like this, like Sergeant, see you later signing off, but you're saying from the side. Yep. Okay. From the side. Okay. Kind of, I'm almost there, but I was yeah. kind of joking with this, not thinking that I even had that correct, but I did. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, many deaf people wave hello, just like we do. That is, this is going to be like, Tina, hello, ASL 101 class for the next half an hour. All right. You have four kids. So do I. What are your kids' ages? My oldest is nine and a half. And then I have an eight-year-old, a four-and-a-half-year-old, and my son just turned three. So oh, we are my. over here. You are in the thick of it. Are you at a diaper stage yet or no? Yes. Yes. Out of diapers. Is there a sign language word for diaper? Uh, yep. So you move your fingers like this, and they're down here. That's so funny. I, that, this is going to be a fun episode to shoot. Okay, I'm going to learn like 10 new words. That's my goal here. Great. Unreal. Mom, wife, ASL teacher, obviously. You run an online American Sign Language school teaching two levels of ASL. I didn't know there was two levels. Can you explain that for us? Yes. So, so there's multiple levels um, that I'm in the future going to be developing. Right now, I have two levels. Each level is about nine months worth of curriculum. So I've been teaching ASL. Yeah, I've been teaching ASL for nearly 20 years in the classroom. And then in 2016, I started creating these online classes. The demand for ASL has just skyrocketed. And the there are not many people who are qualified to teach American Sign Language. So with the encouragement of my husband and a close friend, they said, why don't you think about creating this online class so you could reach more people who are wanting to learn ASL? Um, and at first I thought it couldn't be done. I couldn't think outside the box. But once I started playing around with it, it was really exciting to see what I was able to create online, um, some of the advantages that students have by learning it online, some of the games that we can play, really utilizing technology. Prior to 2000 tech, 2016, the technology wasn't really where it needed to be because it, it is a visual language. We're moving our hands, we're moving our body. So you needed the internet to be strong enough. Webcams needed to be readily available so that the students can see me, so that I can see them. Um, wow. So yeah, it's been, it's been really exciting creating these courses. And I have two levels. Okay. Primarily 
designed for high school students who are seeking to fulfill the two-year foreign language requirement that most colleges and universities have for admission. Um, so ASL would fulfill that requirement? Yes. I yes, love it's that. a true bona fide language with its own unique vocabulary, grammar, structure. There's a deaf community and deaf culture that the students learn as they're learning the language, the culture and the language go hand in hand. So yeah, many people don't necessarily realize that American Sign Language is a true language um, or that there is deaf culture. And so in these classes, the students are learning the complexities of the language. They learn how to communicate with a deaf person. They learn about deaf culture and it satisfies that two-year foreign language requirement. I love what you just said. Like normal, I've got about five questions. Okay. okay. Because of COVID and people are now at home, uh, kids are more at home. Chance, I don't want to say that we're never going to be able to go international travel again easily, but we might not. Do you think that ASL is one of the best options to choose to fulfill that two-year of foreign language requirement? Because we're in the States, are there more deaf people that would love to communicate with more people via ASL versus speaking French and you're not in France? Yes, absolutely. So it is one of, it's the third most commonly used language here in the United States. Really? Second to English English and Spanish is American Sign Language. So what's really exciting about students learning ASL as their foreign language is they have opportunities to use it in their day-to-day lives in their in their own community. There's a good chance that um, a student might have a deaf relative that now they'll be able to communicate with. They might interact with a deaf person out in the community, at a grocery store, in church. If they have a part-time job and they're serving at at a restaurant and a deaf customer comes in. I have students all the time that are sharing these types of stories with me of how excited they were that they that they were able to have this conversation with a deaf person. And the deaf community, of course, could not be more thrilled. Absolutely. Especially with kids speaking to older people that are deaf, because a lot of kids and teens, I would think, don't know ASL. And the fact that younger kids can now do that instead of playing, you know, 50 hours of video games, they can learn this and use their brain. And does it help their brain develop as well by learning ASL? Yep, absolutely. Learning a second language builds new neuropathways in your brain. So science absolutely supports that it strengthens your cognition. Um, Learning American Sign Language, it being a visual language, also helps strengthen your cognition, your spatial awareness, um, your ability to rotate things mentally. Um, Uh, I love that. Wonderful. It also helps students better understand their own first language. So in my classes, I'm continually comparing the structure of American Sign Language with English. How is it different? How do we ask questions in English? How do we ask questions in ASL? Um, Does it kind of parallel? Like, can I have that banana? When you say it with ASL, would it be the same or would it be like banana, can I have? Like how? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, English is very structured with the word order. There's not a lot of flexibility. In American Sign Language, there can be multiple acceptable word orders. And part of that is because your facial expressions are a really vital part of the ASL grammar. So you can put the words in different orders, 
but your facial expressions are are a component that that matter. So can I have the banana? It would be common in ASL to start with banana. So the banana. I can't believe it. I said banana. Can I have? Okay. So, yes, banana. Right. So, so, t- yeah, so you would have your index finger and then like you're peeling the banana. That is just too cool. Okay. And then can I have? Yes. Oh, I have. Okay. I have. I, I'm getting there. You got the yeah, mic in the way here too. <laughs> very impressed. Okay. Another question I want to ask you is because it's over 6,000% increase just in the last decade, why is that, that there's so much more interest on ASL right now? Yes. So um, for, for the last several years, there has been an increased acceptance of ASL being a true foreign language. Um an awareness that there is a deaf community and a respect for the deaf culture. More and more colleges are offering ASL classes. It's one of the most popular classes to take on college campus. And especially in the last few years with COVID, the visibility of sign language has increased in everyone's homes. We, we turn on the TV and we see interpreters interpreting press conferences because it's so important for deaf people to be aware of these messages that all of us have the benefit of being able to hear the governors tell us. So there's an increase in interpreters, uh, the visibility of interpreters on TV. There's an increase in interpreters at concerts or theatrical plays. Yes. Yes. There's an increase in, in sign language on TV shows, commercials, the Academy Awards, the movie Coda just won Best Picture. And that, that entire movie focuses on a deaf family that has a hearing child and how they navigate that. So there's just an increase in in respect for the language, respect for the culture and visibility across the board. And so people are wanting to learn this amazing language. I was just going to say that by seeing more visibility of people doing ASL, it probably makes people say, I want to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as the number of people that speak ASL, you said there's not many people out there that can do ASL. Why is that? Well, there's about 500,000 people that use ASL as their primary language. Oh, okay. It it is still a relatively new language to be formally taught in schools and to have colleges or universities that have programs that teach people how to teach American Sign Language. That's still relatively new. I consider myself to be very fortunate in that I was young when I started learning American Sign Language. I lived next to a deaf family. So that was my first exposure to the language and the culture. And then my high school was one of the first high schools to offer American Sign Language as a foreign language 25 so years ago. Um, and I then went on to get my master's in integrated teaching and learning with a specialization in ASL education, which again is pretty rare. There are not many programs around the country that, that, that train people on how to teach American Sign Language as a foreign language. This is just phenomenal. How many deaf people are in America? There's about 1%. Okay. Um, so people who, you know, m- not all deaf people use American Sign Language to communicate. Um, some people lose, lose their hearing much later in life. Um, some people lose their hearing and don't identify with deaf culture or use American Sign Language to communicate. They may lip read or speak. Um, so there's just a, a 
great variety of, of deaf people within the community. Um, but still, and about 500,000 of them use that as their primary language. See, and that's still a lot because I was like 1% of 378 approximate million Americans, you're still talking about a lot of people that need ASL in some mm -hmm. form or fashion. I would highly suggest people tuning in right now, parents, grandparents with your kids this summer, in the winter, it doesn't matter when you're watching this, have your kids or grandkids learn ASL. I mean, we got the emojis with the texting today. If they can communicate with an emoji, let's <laughs> expand their knowledge by learning ASL. Um, COVID with the mask deal that's going on, it probably makes it harder for kids to be able to communicate because of that. Have you seen more people learning ASL just because they want to talk to each other because they have a mask on? It, certainly knowing American Sign Language is helpful when, when you're wearing a mask. We've all experienced how hard it is to understand somebody who's speaking. We didn't realize how much we rely on lip reading to be yeah. able to understand. And so, yeah, so I have found and my students have found that by knowing American Sign Language, there isn't quite that barrier in being able to communicate. And it's definitely helpful um, for deaf people in the community who cannot rely on lip reading when everybody's wearing masks. So it's just, it's a, it's a fantastic skill to have. It opens the door to a whole new group of people that students can communicate with. Students can communicate with other students who are learning American Sign Language. So it's, it's something I very strongly recommend. I can totally see kids, you know, doing ASL back and forth saying, mom's not gonna know what in the world we're talking about. So there's benefits, children, to learning ASL. More on ASL right after a word from our sponsor. Tragically, an unplanned pregnancy can lead to desperate measures. That's where Preborn steps in, supporting these moms with free ultrasounds to introduce them to their baby and help them choose life. One ultrasound is just $28 and $140 rescues five babies. Please help us save 2,000 babies by sponsoring ultrasounds. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, baby. Let's save lives together. All right. You got to tell us here, girl, all of these classes that you offer, who can take classes? Like what is the youngest age you can take a student and how old can they go? Yeah. So for the current classes that I have, um, primarily students who are high school students are the, the primary students taking the classes. I do have middle school students who have always wanted to learn sign language and who are wanting to get a jump start on that foreign language credit. And I have adults who have wanted to learn. And so they are open to taking the classes as well. Down the road, I plan on creating ASL classes that are designed more for elementary school age. There's a very big interest. Um, and I'm also planning on developing the next level, advanced ASL level three. I love that. Okay, so pretend I'm in a class right now. The audience is probably dying to learn some words. I can hear parents saying right now, tell us how to say no in sign language. How do you say no? I forgot. Oh, yes, that's right. I did this when I had four little kids, like four and under here, bringing back the baby mm -hmm. years. So you have no, yes, is this yes? Yes. Okay. I remember this was cup. Mm-hmm. Cup. And then. Pink. There's food. Food. I remember that. And my kids always did this. More. More. And then I go, no. <laughs> okay what are some other simple words that we can do together with you right now um you could say please please that's a good one for the kids to learn and i guess adults yeah and then thank you uses the same hand shape as please we have please please and thank you 
and then your welcome is the same sign. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so please and thank you. No, no, please. Oh, yeah, please. Please. Thank, thank you. you. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is how you applaud. Yay! Okay, good job. And then how about I love you? That's a nice phrase. I love you. So you have your pinky, index finger, and thumb. So I'm starting to remember all this because this is I love you, not this. This is when you go to a rock concert, right? Like it almost looks like the devil horns. Not this, people. We want this. We want this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can you give us a couple more? This is too fun. So we have mom. Mom. Mom is right there on your chin. Okay. Dad. I remember these, Dad. Um, you could say, I, I, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So like you're taking the information here and bringing it up to your brain. I'm learning, learning how to sign. How to sign. How about baby? Is that the deal? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I haven't taken these classes in years. I, I picked up some kind of ASL book at a garage sale. And my kids were like five and under. I'm like, you're learning ASL. This is, you know, please and thank you. But it was like, what, a decade ago. Yeah. This is really help. 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 Sign. That would be helpful. Okay. Sign help. How about bathroom? <laughs> bathroom. Is this a T? Is this a letter T? Yeah, kind of like toilet, bathroom. That is this so- was a very helpful sign in my family when I was potty training my children. They would sign potty. To let me know they needed to go to the body. That so is, they, yeah. Why do they shake the toilet? I mean, it's almost like you're shaking a toilet, right? Like the um, bathroom. Yeah. So I, I don't have an explanation okay. for why that's the movement. Um, okay. I, I know if you don't have the movement, it's the letter T. Right. So you got all the signs it. have a certain hand shape, a certain location, like where you produce the sign, a certain movement. Um, the way your palm is facing, and then facial expression. So all five of those parts are what make up a sign. And some of the signs are really easy. They're they're called iconic, like baby. We can all look at the sign for baby and say, yeah, okay, I get it. I know why that's the sign for baby. Right. But most of the signs are arbitrary. There's They don't look anything like what they represent. And so a lot of times when students are learning, they're like, well, why is that the sign? Or I don't understand why. Why is that the handshape? And they're there really is no reason. It That's just how the language naturally developed over time. That is so wild. Okay, you sent us a chart on the growth of ASL. Can you explain a little bit more about this right here? Yes. So again, so back prior to 1990, ASL wasn't commonly recognized as a true language. Um, the, the classes were not were not being offered to students. Yep. In the 1990s and there on out, it grew in popularity. More people were recognizing it. They were studying it linguistically and recognizing, yes, this is a true bona fide foreign language worthy of being studied. Um, And high schools and colleges around the country started offering these classes. So with that option for students, they ran those classes. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sometimes students, especially for students that have learning differences, for Mm -hmm. example, dyslexia, a traditional spoken foreign language might be very challenging. 
if it's challenging to read and write in your own first language, imagine how hard it is to learn to read and write in, in a foreign language. American Sign Language, like many other languages around the world, does not have a written form. You are There is no writing American Sign Language or reading American Sign Language. It doesn't mean that ASL is a more simple language or just a version of English. It's a completely separate, unique language, separate from English and separate from other foreign sign languages around the world. But because there's no written form, it removes that barrier, that challenge that a lot of students might face um, who have some learning differences. And there's a lot of kids that are struggling with learning differences right now, learning disabilities. So this is a great way for them to feel like I accomplished something. Absolutely. I really love this. Okay. What does the class look like and what is a student's experience? Can you kind of go through the rigmarole? We're going to sign up and we'll talk about where to go there in a minute. Once the person signs up for a class, what can they expect? How do the classes work? Yes. Okay. So when a student signs up, they get assigned a teacher. And so I have a team of very highly qualified, passionate, caring teachers that, um, that supervise the students. They encourage their learning throughout the course. The students can reach out to their teacher anytime with questions that they have. If there's something that they're curious about or something that they might need some more clarity on, our teachers are readily available to help answer those questions. The students get a personalized schedule. So they let us know what day they want to start the class and their goal for completing the class. And then we create a schedule for them. Some students, um, it's a self-paced class. So some students move through the course material more quickly. Other students might be taking some short breaks throughout their time. And so we create this, this schedule for them. They log into the class and all of our class materials are are located in one spot. We, ha- okay. we use Schoology as our LMS. So students log in, they watch pre-recorded lessons, and this is a full comprehensive class. It's not just memorizing a list of vocabulary words. I'm exposing the students to vocabulary, grammar, structure. I use visual aids in my lessons so that they can watch what I'm signing and look at the visual aids and their brains are working to learn the language, not simply memorize some vocabulary words. Okay, and everyone tuning in via audio, this is at aslvirtualacademy.com. Once again, go to counterculturemom.com, click on this episode, and then go to the show notes, and you will find everything you need, aslvirtualacademy.com. Yep, so it shows different examples of the lessons, the assignments, the students throughout the course will be recording themselves signing, and their teacher gives them very detailed feedback on what they're doing well, if there's anything they need to change, perhaps maybe they need to change their handshape, their facial expressions. And each quarter, the students will schedule a one-on-one practice conversation with one of our deaf teachers. Because the whole point of learning the language is to have confidence in having a conversation in ASL with, with a deaf person. So we are we provide that rich experience for students. All of their hard work um, is is put to use when they're having conversations with a deaf person covering the topics that they've been learning. Approximately half of all kids are exposed to porn by accident. However, you can help your child quit porn or never even start by having accountability. The Covenant Eyes app monitors your child's devices while the Victory app gives you a comprehensive feed of their device activity and alerts you if explicit material is accessed. 
Get Covenant Eyes free for 30 days by texting the word VICTORY to the number 66866. That's VICTORY to 66866. Let's keep our kids porn free. Hey, everybody, you're probably thinking, yep, it's time to get some ASL classes going here, get my kids off the video games, get my kids out of their bedrooms and have them talk to some people in the community that need it. That'd be awesome. Let's get their brains fired up. Head over to ASLVirtualAcademy.com. You've got a deal for us. Can you rattle that off for everybody signing up here and where we go to enroll? Yes. So to enroll for the class, you go to our website, ASLVirtualAcademy.com. In the upper right-hand corner on our website, you'll see a button that says Enroll Now. And for people who are listening today, if they enter the code TINA, all capital letters, they get 10% off enrollment. Yay! TINA, all caps, T-I-N-A, they get 10% off. Can I use that for myself? (laughs) Absolutely. Yay! Okay, everybody, aslvirtualacademy.com. Let's get our kids with a two-year requirement for foreign language or just take it for fun. It's really good learning experience here for everybody. We also have an eight-minute video that if you want more information about a student's personal experience and why ASL truly is such an amazing choice for foreign language, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you for jumping on. Give me a whole different love and appreciation for ASL, what it is, the people behind it and the deaf people that really want to communicate with us more. Thank you for an eye-opening expose on ASL 101 class today. My pleasure, Tina. Thank you for having me. Yes. How do you say goodbye? Goodbye. Good, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 